Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a mm. podcast that explores Christian faith and practice oh, yeah. from a Reformed Baptist perspective. Mm-hmm. You know who I am? Uh, I'm Joe Thorne. I am the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois, and wait for it. Uh, Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor of Redeemer Fellowship. What? No way! Oh! What? No way! That's not possible! <laughs> you're not an elder. You're an elder. You're still an elder candidate. Quit. You're still an elder I candidate. I am an elder. You are an elder candidate uh, right no, now. No, 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 Stop no. it. It is an end of an era. Oh, All your my... jokes are now gone. Are you joking me right now? Mm-mm. You're not joking me? Mm-mm. Jimmy is an yeah. elder at Redeemer. Executive pastor. Executive. You know what that means? Nothing. Nothing really. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is it? What is an executive pastor? Executive pastor, systems, uh, communication management, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Behind the scenes. Yeah. Yada, but, yada. but for us, mm. executive pastor doesn't mean you get away with not shepherding people. That's not, right. Like we're all pastors. All pastors. So what's up? Haters. I finally made it. I made it. It took oh. me a while. Oh, yeah. It took me a while. And you know the what? Vote, you know the what? Vote came down to one person. Jimmy. Uh, let me just, no, it didn't. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right, right now. Jimmy, you know. People used to say about him, you know, um, that he was basic, you know, always riding in the back seat. But, are you uh, really doing? But now, are you he's doing smiling? A, are you doing from a bad the stage? <laughs> <laughs> you are. While, while you're clapping in the nosebleeds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good job. Good thunder. job. <laughs> the thunder. <laughs> All right, you have been on a kick. What you have been on? What a are you kick. talking about? Yes, you have. What on the what? Past four weeks on. On Imagine Dragons or whatever. I don't even know what band you're talking about. You Imagine band, Dragons. Is that what it's called? Thunder. <laughs> is that what is that what the band's called? I don't know. I like that song. Okay. I like that that, that's the that's the thong. That's that's uh, the Is that the song? Thunder? I, the song song the thong? The song is Thunder. <laughs> yes. Thong yes. song is a completely dead Cisco. That's a different thing. <laughs> we do play that sometimes too. We do play that sometimes. Um so yeah, man, listen. Praise God. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank um, and, you. You know, we talked mm. about last week, uh, you know, on Thursday about taking pride in things mm-hmm. in, a, in a positive sense. And that's something that, you know, y- that I think you should be proud of. And I am we, proud. the church, are proud of that. Because, and you should be. <laughs> because, <laughs> because uh, you know, without us, Jimmy would be nothing, really. And that's, exactly. And I take pride in that. that we, uh, we really <laughs> no, it's a hard you. process, people. That's not, come on. No, Joe, stop, stop it. Stop, stop it. it. You know what? We could go, I could go to this other Baptist church where you just... You know, hey, oh, you want to be an elder? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> yeah, man, this is cool. So executive, pa- so executive lead pastor, pastor, executive pastor, mm. this is really cool. That's hey. right. So, um, well, welcome aboard. Uh, thank you. I'm going to I'm gonna see if I can get Pastor Jimmy Fowler. Ooh, we got to get you some business cards. No, really? Oh, yeah. Right, cool. Get you some business cards. Why? Yeah, because we do the kind with a hologram in it. Yeah, it's got our face on it. It's That's awesome. what I want. Yeah. Is it doesn't it have a map to our church on the back? It's got a, our face on the front and a map on the back. <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we do it at Redeemer. Um, man, uh, what, I don't even know what we're talking about today. Oh, you know what we should talk about though right. is um, Legacy Disciple coming Let's up in July. That. In July nineteenth to the twenty first, uh, you can head on LegacyDisciple dot org. That's right, and register. We're going to be doing. No, a- for, hang on. They might not know what Legacy Disciple is, especially since a lot of our audience is white, mm-hmm. and Legacy Disciple is predominantly African American. I, I go there every year. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't know if it's seventy five percent or what, but um, it is a hip hop uh, theology preaching conference. Correct. They have they'll also have rap battles and yeah. concerts. Joe is entering this year. Oh, oh yeah, I'm going. I'm I'm, doing, I'm going to do spoken word. Yep. All right. I'm going to do rap battle, and I'm going to get some stage time to perform my. Uh, my my, it's basically it's like a duet rap group between with me and Owen Strayan. We're gonna do it together. It's gonna be awesome. So, um, what? <laughs> All right. Does Owen actually have a rap thing? Is that you? One hundred percent. 
You've said it twice. One hundred percent. I can't make fun of him. I have a death metal song. I know, that I that, so. but I, I don't believe you that he has one. Uh, I don't. I don't. Okay. Okay. Hey, Owen. Uh, I know you don't listen, but people do, and they'll tell you. Uh, put up a link to that uh, that rap album that you recorded. Um, so no, that, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Stop for right there. Yeah. So you're. It's not just a song. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. You're saying he put out enough material. Yeah. Multiple for, songs for it for an for, album. Yeah. Yeah. Was this album for sale on iTunes? I don't think so. I don't think so. But um, let's just say he won't be performing at Legacy Chicago. Um, so anyways, um, let's just say that you guys want to go to this. I meet some of the best people in the world, best people yep. on the planet at this conference. You know who's going to be there? Who? Phil and Jasmine. Yeah. They're going to be They're there. They're doing like tons of breakout I know. When, we got to try to uh, uh, get together with them for dinner. Oh, for sure. I already sent a message yeah. to Ooh, Jasmine. You know what? Dinner on, uh, dinner on Homeboy, on Phil. <laughs> yeah, hey, Phil, uh, we're going to invite you for dinner and uh, allow you to pay. Yeah. Hey, you got that RTS money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, let's just uh, let's just say we're going to be, Jimmy and I are going to tag team a breakout session. Yep. It's over an hour. It's like an hour and a half or something like that. It's Ooh, a long time. And, and what are we going to do, Joe? We're going to break we're gonna, down. We're going to show some stuff. Our theological method on the whiteboard. Yep. Buckle up. Theological method on the what? So we have a theological method about whiteboards, or yes, yes. Is that or what maybe is? we're just going to use a whiteboard to just. Dis- oh, that do- makes yeah, better sense. You Thank go. you for that okay. clarity. All right, so I have completely forgotten what we're going to talk about. We're oh, I talk- remember now. Remember All right, now. go ahead. All right. Um, so I wrote an article a while back called "Killing Moralism." Yeah, 2011. Nah, I don't remember. So, uh, but basically, it was an encouragement to preachers to not to not fail in preaching by simply offering moralistic teaching, yeah. which is really common, especially among a lot of like Bible-oriented Bible preachers. Like there are guys that are big time, they're recognized, they're, these are big names, recognized, these are Bible preachers, Bible, yeah. they preach the Bible. And I'm not talking about John MacArthur. John MacArthur is a great preacher. I'm talking about other guys that are well-known and they're Bible preachers, but they're oftentimes, oftentimes not preaching the gospel uh, but they are preaching law, which mm-hmm. amounts to a kind of moralism. It's, it's, yeah. it's basically do this and you will live. Right? That's yeah. the law. And it, it's frustrating for me because on the one hand, they're known as Bible preachers and Bible teachers. Yeah. But they're not actually giving the full counsel of God or the whole counsel of God because they're not connecting that law to the gospel. In fact, one bigwig, I was hanging out with one bigwig one time. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who this guy is. I'm not going to say his name. Beep. Um, but <laughs> I won't say his name. But. He scoffed at the whole gospel centrality argument. I know. Jared Wilson needs to stop that. <laughs> I mean, and then he goes and writes a book about it. <laughs> the most gospel-centric the, writer uh, on the planet. We're going to accuse him of moralism. <laughs> hey, Jared. Bro, do you even gospel? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't Jared. So, um, so you know. It was the you, other Jared. You, you, who was that? I don't know. I'm, is there another Jared out there? There's got to be Jared another Fogel? Jared. I don't know. That's, that's like the No, there's another uh, Jared Wilson Jared. with a J-A-R-R-I-D. That's a weird. Listen, if you're spelling your name J A R R I, and I actually have no idea about that individual, so oh, that's I have no a long idea way what to spell do. it. So, we've all said under this preaching, right, where yep. it's law, 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 do this and live. Whereas the gospel, oh, it's says, so frustrating. Live by grace and do this. Yeah, that's, that's the difference. So, Joe, before we get into uh, what you should be doing, why don't we talk about why preachers preach moralism? Why do we see that happening in the church today? Yeah. And then we'll go into okay. kind of okay. how right, to cool. combat against that, right? All right. So, um, well, I, we, I think a lot of people, and I think we, drift towards moralism because we are hardwired, uh, in a sense, through sin 
to gravitate towards what I do to measure yeah. up, what I do to accomplish, and uh, the, the sense of I can achieve, I can go. So there are guys like Charles Finney, who was a big law preacher. That's what he yeah. did. He, he basically preached, do this and live. Yeah. Um, so I, I think we do it because, A, it is, um, it's very motivational, right? Like, you know, it's like, like it kind of it, gets you to like, uh, to get up and move. Is right. Self help. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and, and, and there's, there's, a, there, listen, we do need to be motivated to do, to act. Doing and acting is, is incredibly important, but spiritually, if we're just compelling people to do and to act apart from the gospel, yeah. it's going to lead to disaster. It's going to lead to pride or despair. One or the other, you're going to yeah. be proud about what you do in a bad way, or you're going to despair because you realize I can't do any of these things that I've been called to do. Yeah. So I think a, we do it because, um, it, it's motivational. It, uh, it, it rings in people's ears. Yeah. It gets them talking. I think a lot of us, especially men like to be confronted, yeah. you know, with that sort of thing. That's one of the reasons I think secondly, or B, B it would be B, not B, second. B, I think it's easy. I think it's easy oh, you're to right. You're right. to to really just preach a, a to preach moralism because all you're doing is is giving uh, a set of rules and regulations for someone to live by. Yeah. Right. And and to try to strive. To, and some of those things are good things to be to be talking about. Yeah. Uh, but live and do this is what we're saying. Yeah. Not but, do this. But, and yeah. But that we're not hitting. I think uh, you were you were talking about in the last episode, Joe, about uh, you know we look at the fruit and not the root. Yeah. Right. And so the gospel deals with the root uh, of the of what you're doing, and so I think it's easy. It's easy just to set uh, uh, a lot of rules mm-hmm. um, in front of people to 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 live by or to strive for and mm. uh, to compare themselves with. And and we're we're not pitting law against gospel. No, here. we're not no, no, saying no. you don't preach law. You do. You preach the commands of God. You can't preach the Bible without preaching the commands of God. Jesus issued commands. Paul issued commands. Peter issued commands. John issued commands. So uh, James, like, all, every the commands are a part of the Christian life. But yeah. you have to understand how to preach them, how to communicate them, uh, so that people aren't confused about what their hope is in in both. Uh, keeping the law and in, in experiencing the That's favor right. of God, even in the midst of their failure to yeah. keep the law. Can you think of a third one, Joe? Because if you can, I can. You so. mean C? Yeah. What would C be? Why do we preach? I got to think about it. Why? Why do you is... want to do D? And if, I'll if do they... D. You do C. C. Now I think this is to. A... I, I'm not ready. I think this is to a lesser degree, Joe. But potentially, there may be the preacher that doesn't quite understand the gospel. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Like they they, they haven't been captivated by the gospel, mm-hmm. uh, and so you can't really proclaim that which you don't know. Man, when I, I've assessed a bunch of church planters through Acts twenty nine in the Southern Baptist Convention, and um, one of the things that we really drill down on is is how well do they understand the gospel? Yeah. How well can they communicate it? And I can tell you, guys that have been sent from large churches, famous churches to plant churches, wash out because they simply do not have a good enough grasp on the gospel. Not by any like like super subjective standard by my yeah, measurement, yeah. but by the whole team's assessment. Um, in fact, there's a guy, um, his name is John Bricker. He's a pastor in normal, uh, Karis church. Okay. A great pastor. And, um, one time we were in an assessment and we're, we're talking to this guy and he just, every time he talks about the gospel, he only talks about it in terms of what the gospel can do for others and evangelism and people coming to Jesus. But there was no connection. He's like, tell me how the gospel is at work in your life. Right. And every time he would point it towards outsiders, unbelievers. And so finally John asked, when was the last time the gospel was good news to you, brother? Mm. And, oh, man. Mm. Oh, my gosh. It was such a good question. And I and it's just stuck with me forever because 
I think you're right. I think you're right. We, if we don't understand that the gospel is always good news, and it's good news for me, then we're going to have a very limited view of its usefulness yeah. and good nature for, uh, for, for, for people in general. And even you know, Pastor Pat kind of touched on that at our staff devotion. Right. When he was talking about, you know, tasting and see that the Lord is good and kind of really encouraging us to to always be looking towards the gospel um, in in our devotions. Right. I mean, that that really stuck with me as you're talking about that. Like I was convicted. Yeah. uh, Hearing him uh, during this devotion. Um, I think I think probably the 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 biggest reason that that, D. Now, forget that. I I think the biggest reason. No, 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 because I'm going back to something you said. Mm. I, I really think that, um, so now that you're a pastor, what you say carries more weight. Um, <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I, I, I think you said it's, it's easier to just preach law, and I, I think that's genuinely true. I think, you know, we teach people how to preach in seminary and in Bible college, and what we focus on is, all right, here's your structure. Um, yeah. Here's your structure, and now um, you need to you need to have uh, a, a, an illustration yep. to back up your, your your point, and you need to have an a, a application, and, and so we, we kind of construct this whole skeleton of a sermon without properly teaching people how to preach Christ and how to preach the gospel in every sermon. If you're only offering advice on how to pray, if you're only offering uh, simple commands, then it, it can be uh, what you could pass as a, as a, as a Jewish uh, message, right? It yeah. could pass as even uh, many, it could pass as, as an Islamic message. It could, some of it could pass as a Scientology message, yeah. right? So instructing people on how do you get to the gospel is is not happening. It hasn't happened a lot in, in my experience in how to in preaching classes. I've taken a bunch of preaching classes. Yeah. Obviously, because I'm so good. Obviously. So awesome. So it, I, I think that's that's why I wanted to write the article. And that's kind of that's some we're gonna give you some some basic three yeah. three basic ways in which we can encourage you guys to uh, to preach the law in such a way that it highlights the gospel. And kind of to to highlight the point you just made, Joe, um, I think one of the most profound things that that uh, Redeemer and, and you particularly Ooh, tell me uh, yeah. <laughs> have, have encouraged me and, and this is when you're talking about preachers and preaching classes is we focus on that exegetical outline we focus on make sure we have doctrine right and I remember you telling me one day Jimmy you've got you've got the exegetical outline that looks good good job where's the homilytical outline yeah like where is this hitting the heart of where people are at like how is this this getting down to the root of their uh, of their sin and the grace of God in the gospel right. for their uh, redemption and relief. Exactly. I mean, you, you've, you've got to, you got to know that people are generally going to be uh, leaning towards pride or leaning towards despair. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and so like, how does the law and the gospel speak to them in such a way Correct. that they are helped? This is why when I, when I wrote that little booklet uh, that you, like which call, one uh, note to self. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that, you know, it's it's because no one heard about the second one. So every, yeah. Everybody talk, everybody was talking about preaching the gospel to themselves. And I, I kept saying, like, no, listen, you got to preach the law and the gospel to yeah. yourself and, the, and to others. So how do we do both? Um, so we'll link to this article. Uh, it's it's up on our on our website. Yep. So, Joe, it's, why don't we go ahead and start and talk about uh, how you do? All right. Uh, so when you're preaching, when you're preaching commands, when you're preaching the law uh, or, or when you're reading these things just to yourself, um, it's really important. Number one to show the God of the command. Mm. So you're not just issuing statements. Like when you're telling your kid, hey, it's wrong to steal. Oh, what do you do? What are you talking about there, Joe? I'm just saying that. No, like you looked ta- at me. No. What? You looked at me. Are you Stop stealing? It. Okay, you know my child just got in <laughs> trouble for stealing. You, 
You know it. You took. You I tried did, to I've totally it, forgot. You tried to bring an inside totally, joke. Thankfully, my wife doesn't listen to this podcast. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, if you want me to give him tips on stealing, I was really good at that. <laughs> so was high. I was so, actually more disappointed he got caught. No. Yeah. <laughs> You're mad at what he was stealing, not that he was stealing. <laughs> I'm like, like son, don't steal that. Yeah, come on, go. Pass that fool's gold up. You go, for, you go for real gold. So when we're teaching our kids, like for example, it's wrong to steal. Yeah, yeah. We don't just give them the, 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 this naked command: don't steal. Why? Because I said so. Well, that's just a, that's a dumb rule. Like, who, no, okay, it doesn't. So yeah. You got to show them the God behind the command. And so by showing the the God behind the command, what you're saying is that God's laws are not arbitrary. Yeah. They don't just fly out of nowhere. They stem from His character, right? Yes. So when you sh- when you when you're showing somebody that these laws that 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 are given to us come from a God who is holy. And you see, he doesn't take what isn't his. And instead, he gives freely of what is his. He is generous and benevolent and kind. And so the the, the, the commands for us uh, to, to be holy yeah. is because, well, God is holy. That's exactly. why. It's not just God wants us to do something to jump through hoops. He wants us to be like him, and he wants us to reflect his glory, his goodness. And so... When you're giving, when you're reading, or when you're preaching the law, one of the things that you have to do is to show that those commands stem from the character of God. Yeah, and I think what's really ironic here, Joe, and uh, is what we're talking about here. A lot of people want to un they they want their their desire is to preach doctrine, and their their desire is to preach theology. They want to be theologically sound, but when you're preaching in this way that you're talking about. You're you're really learning how to unpack that theology for people. Yeah, right. In, in practical, experiential. Ways. Exactly, and you're moving them to this this. I guess I mean I, it sounds weird saying it, but I think to another level of understanding of of their the call that God has on their life to not just to to know Him, but also to to love Him and mm-hmm. and uh, uh, cling to Him. Right. 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 Totally. So yeah, you, you've you've got to show them that there is. A being, yeah, behind the behavior that's being commanded, right? Mm. That there is a that there is a God who who gives us. Someone's going to tweet that being right. behind the behavior. <laughs> tweet it. So, if if we can begin to point people to the God who is there, that will enable us to better under to begin to better understand why these laws are important. Secondly, I think uh, uh, we need to show the grace behind the command, right? right. I mean, when when. Uh, you know, when you when you look at Scripture, right? When you when you look at the command of God, uh, they're 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 given to God, or they're given to God's people who are in relationship with Him by His grace, mm-hmm. right? And so, I mean, uh, we look at Exodus twenty two, right? I am the Lord your God who brought yeah. you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. And so, this is the God who has rescued His people. This is the God that has stood for His people. This is the God that hears his people's prayers and intercedes on their behalf. And in this, then, we we know that our God is a gracious and loving God uh, and has given a solution for this command that right. you and I cannot live up to. Right. It, it, it's, it's like the, the, the grace behind the command really means that God is not telling us to merely do this and live he is saying because i am your god and you are my people you have been saved you have been redeemed in that relationship in that covenantal relationship i'm giving you this command so you don't have to earn my love you don't have to work your way uh, into my presence uh, to earn my favor you've got it now that you have it do this yeah i want you to do this and once you have that there's like this freedom oh yeah I'm i'm not i'm you know it's like i'm not gonna he's not gonna crush me when i fail 
That's right. Because he's not judge. He's dad. He's father. Yep. Right? Absolutely. What would be the third thing, Joe? All right. The third thing is to show the gospel above the command. So if you're going to issue commands, if you're going to show people the law, um, what you need to do is make sure that you are connecting the law to the gospel itself. How do you, how does that go about? Like, what do you mean by that? All right. So the way I broke it down is that there are there are three basic principles that you can share when you are preaching the commands, right, in, in order to show the gospel. All right. So one of the ways that you show the gospel uh, above the command is to explain people, to help people see that Jesus atoned for our failure in the command. Yeah. If you're going to hear the command yeah. of God, one of the things that you should, I mean, if you're paying attention, if you're really thinking, if you're praying, you should be first confronted with the fact that, man, I don't do that thing. No. I'm supposed to love people no, like I love myself? Love yeah. Uh-uh, no, I uh-uh. love myself. Yeah, exactly. I, I love me I some JoJo. Yeah, it talks about like neighbors and being hospitable and loving oh, your Oh, forget them people. No, no, they, they're going to drink my bourbon. I don't smoke my cigars. I don't want them coming over. Eat my chicken wings. Well, you, you don't have chicken wings oh, at I home. Oh, I do have Stop chicken it. wings no, you at don't. home. I do, from Barrel and Rye. Wait, what? Oh, Where'd yeah. you go? When'd I you got go? a triple order and I took it home. When'd you go? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, gosh. Why are you going to tease me no, like that? No, because I want you to be hungry. So that, that's what you've got to do. I mean, we, we see this in, in Scripture. Right? Jesus atoned for our failure in the yep. commands. Colossians 1, 3. And there's, there's a bunch of other. You can just read the article. So the commands of God, they are good. They are beautiful. They are holy. Yeah. And yet we recognize that we are failures. We, we, we've broken God's law. And so Jesus atoned for those sins. He yeah. has provided forgiveness for us so that we don't have to despair when we see our failure. But there's more. Number two. Oh, Jimmy ain't ready. Number two is <laughs> that Jesus fulfilled you had it. this command. I do. I've got it all. Good job. I wrote the article. I know, but I also, my, my battery's died. Yeah, okay. So uh, we're looking on our phones here to walk through this article. So number one, you, uh, you, you point out that Jesus atoned for your failures. So yep. there is forgiveness when you're showing the gospel. Yeah, and number two, command. Jesus fulfilled this command oh, for us. Oh, his active righteousness. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, not only has he forgiven us, right? But he has given us, as you talked about, you know, uh, uh, Jesus's righteousness, his his perfect. Wait, obedience. wait, are you saying? Did you just say God has forgiven us of our unrighteousness, but He has given us the righteousness of Jesus? That's a good line. That's a good. It's a it's a better line because it's in your article. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really good there. And so, I mean, that's the thing, right? Is is when we look at uh, at least experientially for me, when I look at the commands of God, I fall short. I yeah. fall short of those commands, and I might I, I strive, I do strive, but yeah. I'm not I'm not, <laughs> but I'm not in despair, because Jesus is faithful, because Jesus mm-hmm. uh, perfectly obeys the law's commands, and that's credited to me as right. righteousness. Right, I mean that's the that's the beauty, that's the thrilling beauty of justification. Absolutely. You're not just forgiven; you are righteous in God's eyes. That's it, man. Despite me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> That's bro, it. But, exactly. but thankfully, you know, because of Jesus. So, but it doesn't end there, and and this is this is why it's really important to preach the commands of God, to preach the law of God, because not only has um, has Jesus atoned for our failure um, in the command, and not only has Jesus fulfilled the righteousness of the command, but Jesus also empowers us to live out the command. Oh, third use of the law, right? That's what it is. <laughs> God gives us His law as a rule for godly living. Yeah, and so it, we need to embrace that to see that. And and so Jesus doesn't just forgive us. We're not just credited with righteousness. All that's beautiful. That's the core of the gospel. But then He does empower in us this uh, this heart, right? So now we are willing. That's now it. we've been freed, and we and, want to because we know that this is what is best for us, right? Uh, to live in 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 God's will, 
right, right, to live in God's will, to glorify God, and to enjoy Him forever. Mm-hmm. Right? By enjoying Him, yes. Right. No, don't piper this thing. <laughs> so I love that. I love that children's catechism where, like, how may we glorify God by oh, loving yeah. Him and doing as He commands? Do, yeah, doing what He says. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like, and and there really is. We do glorify God in that. So we want to preach the law, but we don't want to just give law. People don't just need a sermon on how to pray better. Yeah. How to pray better? All right, set your timer, set your alarm, use the... Uh, here's your five points. Here's the Valley of Vision prayer guide, use that, um, and all of that stuff. That's 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 great. But I'm going to fail. And when I fail, what do I do? Well, I got to know Jesus forgives me of that. Yeah. And now, what's my, you know, what, what's my standing before God here? Well, I have the righteousness of Christ. So even though God hasn't just forgiven me, he still sees me as succeeding in it that's because right. of Christ. But then... God also empowers me to pray more, to pray better. Even when I don't know what to say, the Spirit groans. Mm. You just preached on this. The Spirit groans uh, as, as we groan. He intercedes for us. Yeah. groanings that are too deep for words. So preach the whole counsel of God. Preach law, but you have to also preach gospel. If you're not doing that, you're just offering people moralistic lessons, which is going to lead them to either give up in despair or to boast in themselves because they think by comparison they're doing well. I'm still going to spank my kid's bum for uh, stealing a Kit Kat, though. He already got spanked. Oh, he! Uh, I know. My wife got him. And, he, and he, what, was his spirit broken? Uh-huh. Was his spirit broken? Was no, he... no, no. His bum was just red. No, you said he repented. Oh, he repented. Yeah. I mean, he was like, like Legal sorry. repentance or evangelical repentance? You know, I'm still... The, 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 uh, jury's out? The jury's out. Jury's yes, deliberation? That, that's the, thing I was gonna... <laughs> <laughs> the jury's out for that one. <laughs> I wish that I had parents uh, when I was a kid, when I was stealing all kinds of stuff, who would love me enough to discipline me. And uh, and to then to walk me through the law of God, yeah. showing me the, the the God behind the command and the grace, uh, the grace above. I'm the thankful command. for a wife that did that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like right, I, for you sure. know, I wasn't there, and like she she's just texted me all the stuff that that she said, and you know, just so that we're make sure that we're on that same page. I'm right. like, dang it, yeah, you said everything. I was yeah, all you got is jokes. All, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no son, no son. Butterfinger, like <laughs> yeah, butter, always Butterfinger over always Kit Kat. Butterfinger. Oh, man, <laughs> and you get the Butterfinger like bag of like little bite size. That's the ones. Yeah. That's the one. Because the long ones, they get a little hard in the middle. I feel exactly. Like. Yeah. Exactly. It sticks to your teeth. I don't like that. <laughs> well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You could follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head on the website doctrinemotion.com. Oh, there you can late. contact us. It's you can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store <sighs> JoFoStore.com and grab yourself a T-shirt. Wrap it up, dude. I'm doing it right I, now. I, I, I gotta go. All right, first pot every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Video content sporadically. Later. Later.